What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another business breakthrough. I sit down with a good friend of mine, Ryan, uh, from Ryanic Painting in Michigan. And this breakthrough session is for anyone that is burnt out and anyone that is struggling to find good quality help that is struggling to have any sort of structure. We really dove in here. I mean, I think that he came away with so much uh, so grateful to be able to be in a position to give this information out. And I know that all of you listening to this could benefit from this breakthrough session here. So I'm excited to share this conversation with you. I think you're really, really going to enjoy this one. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited, I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with my friend Ryan from Ryanic Painting in Michigan. Um, and whenever we start a business breakthrough, I have just one question I ask just to kick things off, man. I'd like to know what's going really well in your business. And once you're done telling me that, tell me what's something that you would wish uh, could be a little bit better. Um, I, I guess the best thing I'm getting, I mean, the customer relationships, okay. um, like 30% of my work is is work in a house I've already worked on. Love it. So I'm, yeah, I'm getting a lot of returns. Um, that's how it's been for several years. So, I mean, this year was amazing. I, I broke through, I was plateaued at uh, what I was making for a few years. It was the same every right. year, same every year. And this year I just blew it away. So awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure that's there's... good. So customer relations, you're getting a lot of referrals. They love you. You know, they want you to come back. What's not going well. Hiring. hiring, hiring and, and training. Well, I, I mean, I, I tried uh, hiring painters early on. Most of them are older than me okay. um, for, for the skill aspect. But uh, that that was rough because there's a lot of conversation like, well, okay. I did it this way. I used to do it this way. And so, you know, not a lot of working. There's a lot of talking going on with, talking. with painters. So I switched to hiring young guys that I could train. Then I spent the whole time training. And I was the only skilled person there. So I also had to do everything skill related and then try to train somebody. And that was, okay. that was a headache. Okay. Um, so hiring, so, hiring is what's stopping you. So let me kind of paint a little picture just from what I've learned. And, and just for context, we have never talked before besides on Instagram. So I want right. to give you some context from an outsider looking in, let's just say that I was an investor in your business. Okay. And I came in and I said, you know what? I want to buy Ryonic painting. All right. What does the process look like? How do I buy Ryonic painting? And this is just a perspective that I want you to see. Do I have to buy you in order for the business to, to run? Do you have to be? Uh, I, I would have to be there. Yeah. You I, I got a there. lot of you're, yeah, well, you're, you're, you're Ryonic painting. So, so, yeah. um, and you know this, and I know that it's kind of like a silly, silly, you know, way to look at it, but I want you to kind of like, and this is the big thing that I try to start whenever I hear that this is the problem is that you need to step away and kind of just get that, that outer look. I know that you're very, probably very skilled at painting, 
And, and that skill set that you have has probably been developed and curated for years. And I'm assuming that you probably do high-end work. You probably do a lot of trim work, a lot of detail work. Let me guess, you do cabinets? Yeah, I do ca that's one of my cabinets. favorite things, kitchen cabinets. Favorite yeah. things. Right. So you're, you've learned that skill set, how to spray it, you know, how to, how to run that line. Um, and although it might be very profitable for you and that, and you probably have customers love that stuff, it's a hard business type to scale. And the reason why is, is pretty much what you're seeing right now is that the labor pool that you've tried, which is the older guys, they have their own way of doing things, which is counterproductive to your new way, which cabinet refinishing is kind of like a modern technology technique with the spraying and the masking. They probably want to take them off, sand them down and, and mini roll them, you know, and that's probably the yeah, way they yeah. well, do I'm it. no stranger to doing that that way myself, but okay. only in certain situations, in I would, certain I would situations, yeah. a lot of these guys haven't, you know, used an HVLP or they haven't right. used a, you know, a spray gun or anything like that. So, um, you know, well, I mean, spray gun, but you know what I mean? In terms of that fine yeah. finishing, we're just talking fine finishing. So then let's flip the card. You're talking about, you had newer guys, you know, younger guys that come in. That's a hard skill set to expect a young person to really adapt unless they go into right. it, knowing that they are an apprentice. And I've seen people do this, that they're an apprentice with the opportunity to be built into a subcontractor where now you're subcontracting this person. I've actually seen companies create a contractual agreement with two year non-compete. Like they've done gotten crazy because they know that that skill set requires that level. It's very hard to find employees for a cabinet refinishing company. You know, it's more so you have to go to sub right. So the reason I'm saying all this stuff is what's the goal for you, man? Like, are you at a point well, now where you want to free yourself? You want more time? You want more money? Let's start there. Well, I mean, I'm comfortable financially. I'm okay with the way that's going, but I can't keep doing this for another 20 years. You're, you're so tired I, and you're looking at the future. I need to put the brush down. And I mean, in the summer months, I can spend four or five hours a day just doing customer correspondence. You know wow. what I mean? Emails, voicemails, setting up estimates, doing estimates. So in the summer months, it's, it's really strenuous. And uh, just this last job is one of the biggest houses I've ever painted. And I'm the, I'm the, I did all the ladder work there myself and, you know, 20 foot ceilings and all these rooms and it broke me down. So yeah. I can't, like, I'm looking to, to not have to do so much physically. I don't mind working clearly. I've been doing it alone for years and years and years, but um, I'm getting to a point where I just want to be able to put the brush down. Yeah. More often than picking it up, I guess, is that's yeah. my goal. Yeah. So and to keep the ball rolling, keep the ball rolling happening. and, and, and yeah. keep the Rionic name going. And, and that's right. the beauty of it. Cause I think that you would enjoy probably doing estimates every day, checking in on your jobs. Oh my gosh. Customers. Yeah. It's yeah. the dream, yeah. man. It's the dream. It's I love it. It's <laughs> I, the best. Again, I don't mind doing the physical labor of it, but right. yeah, I, I would love to not have to work 10 hour days all summer Ten hour days and, and then and go do quotes after I'm done working. Yeah. So it's intimidating to go into a big house by yourself and be like, dude, and then you got your phone ringing. Hey, when are you going to get that estimate to me? Hey, um, yep. I'd like an estimate. And it's just exactly. frustrating. You're actually getting mad that the phone's ringing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've only, I've only tried advertising once with home advisor Yeah. <clears throat> and it was, it was a nightmare because of the, the leads that were coming in and I'm like up on a ladder and I'm getting my phone going off. My phone's going off. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. So 
let's jump ahead and let's think of a, an action plan, right? So let me ask you this question and, and then I'll, I'll give you some advice. So do you see, like, so tell me everything that you do. Like, so you do house painting, right? So you'll do yep. walls, ceilings, trim doors. That's what we consider house painting. And yep. then you do cabinet refinishing, right? Yep. Yep. What else I do, do epoxy do? garage, epoxy floor. That's another okay. thing. I would love to just do that. Okay. <laughs> to just so do epoxy floors. Um, you do anything interior, else? Interior, exterior. No, I mean, very okay. small commercial, like light commercial stuff, like hair salons. Okay. Do I've you ever do any new scope. construction? Um, I have, I did one uh, early on in the, in my career and I, I vowed to never do it again. Good idea. All right. <laughs> so, so I'm going to tell you right now that you're, you're one person running four businesses and you might think, well, what do you mean? Like, well, I see it as interior exterior painting is two separate businesses. Okay. I so agree. you can, you can have, it's totally different processes, totally different standards, yep. totally different way to do it. Tools. Yep. Totally tools yep. and everything right so mm -hmm. so you you run an interior painting business okay then you run an exterior painting business and then you run an epoxy concrete coating business which you probably will take uh driveways and walkways and, and patios if you're asked to do it yep. um so i think of that as two different businesses because sometimes you're using stain so stain and epoxy Outside, yeah yeah so yeah. now you have four businesses and then cabinet refinishing do you stain cabinets sometimes if you're asked I haven't stained any yet. Only, okay. only painted them. All right. So you are running five businesses. And if you consider commercial a separate business, that is six businesses. Okay. So that's the way wow. I see it. So, right. so here's, here's why it's like when I first started my business, I, I, I did exterior painting for six months. Okay. So I did not take interior work. Home advisor helped me with this because I only told them that I wanted exterior leads. So I was able to target exactly what I wanted. And if you've used Home Advisor, you know it's pretty easy to do that. And you could do it with all yep. the other ones too. You tell them exactly what type of job you want and they'll send you that type of job. So we were so, I was so nervous to take interior work because I wasn't confident that we would be able to cut straight lines where the wall meets the ceiling. I actually had some very, very newbie painters. I was the best painter, which doesn't say much because I'm not a phenomenal <laughs> painter. I'll be honest. I'm not. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure you are. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, a, I'm, dude, I, I'm decent at, at best. My mind works too fast to sit there and paint because I, yeah. I got the, you know, my, my mind just moves too fast, but I use tape and caulk and I'll use tape and caulk oh. forever. Um, yep. Idaho so, painter. Yeah. I, yeah. I actually, actually learned the tape and caulk method from him. So, <laughs> and, and I share that with my guys, it's a standard to use tape and caulk. I can't get guys to tape, the, put the tape on straight. So that's, so, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. The, the, so let's, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay. To, sorry. To sorry. So, sorry. So let me finish. Let me finish. So, so I have six months in exterior painting. I did not take interior work. Was there opportunities to take interior work? Yep. There was, was there money on the table? Yep, there was. And you being financially comfortable, you have leverage here. Okay. So for me, I said, I need to make sure that we're perfect at exterior painting before we start an interior painting business. And that's the way I said it. And I had to say it like that because with a new business comes new responsibilities, new marketing, new way to, to estimate new pricing, new, new, uh, new training that I need to do. But I knew that I could keep my average guys that, had hardly any painting experience, but I could put, if you would have saw the first team that I put together for a house painting job, you would laugh. And, and it's just because we just didn't know what we were doing. I had, I had, there's a picture somewhere on Facebook of 
of one of my guys spraying soffits. I got one guy on the roof with a shield. I got another guy holding a shield here, like on the ground. And I'm there making sure overspray doesn't get on the roof. That is how newbie level we were. But what I did was, is I, a I made a lot of labor, you know, but I made sure that the process was there before I ventured into anything else. Okay. And what I loved about it was when one of the guys left, I could fit someone right in. So what I learned to do was, is I identified, okay, when we paint the outside of the house, what do we need? We need one person that can spray. That's it. You just need one person that knows how to run a spray gun. Okay. So right now that would be you. And I'm just using exterior as an example of how to build from the ground up again, because that's what I think that you need to do. If you're really wanting to free yourself, you cannot expect new guys to come in and learn epoxy, uh, uh, cabinet refinishing, um, staining. If you do staining, you can't expect that, but you can teach someone to hold a roller or hold a brush and paint the outside of a house, get on a ladder, do that, do this, do that, do this, right? So you want to create something that is duplicatable. And not only that, gives you the ability to have a large labor pool, okay? And the labor pool essentially is anyone with a pulse, okay? Because if you're the guy running the job and you can spray, this is how you're going to build from within. So for, for me, what I did was I did all the spraying. So I would go to the job in the morning, we would knock out the prep and I would spray the soffits in fascia, okay? Then I would go do estimates, right? Cause I didn't care because at that point they could do everything else by hand. They could brush the doors, they could roll the doors. And then I was free for the day to go do estimates. And then I would go back and I would check the work and I would go and would put somebody in charge. Hey man, make sure this gets done. This gets done. This gets done. Okay. And then I would put them in charge. Right? So what I did was I took over the lead skill because I didn't have anyone right now. And that's where you are. So I'm, that's why I'm telling you the story is that it's going to be hard to find somebody to replace you right now. Okay. But Build that team from within. You should not be looking for the best painting technician to be your manager because you need a manager. So the guy that I said, hey, do this, do this, do this. He wasn't the best painter. He was just the best rule follower and I could trust him. You know? Uh, yeah. He had good customer service. So he would say he would, he would be really good with the customer. He was very patient. And he, you know, if a customer came out with a question, he'd say, okay, listen, yeah, we're doing this and this. And Tanner said that, uh, we'll be doing this later. You know, he's not a guy like who you're describing these other painters who have their way of doing things. They're, they, they're right. very dialed into the painting. You know, you don't, and the big misconception is when you look for a manager, you have to find the best painter and we don't need that. We don't, I don't care you can paint. I want somebody that I can give you directions yeah. and you Makes follow sense. them. And I will pay them as much, if not even better than having a painter there. And I'm going to break it down as very simple as this, because they are my eyes. They are the eyes on the job. I am right now, as I sit here and talk to you, I am at three places right now at once. I have eyes on one job, eyes on another job, and I have big eyes, which we call a supervisor, which means big eyes, supervisor. He's seeing everything from a top. So if okay. something's going wrong on one job, he's my most trusted person. He's the okay. guy that I know that if one of my managers isn't doing what they're supposed to do, he's going to tell me, okay? okay? Business is built off of trust. So when we hire, we need to find people we can trust, okay? And it may require you, yes, to be on the job doing the things that require the technical ability until you get to a point where you can find those people you trust. I went on a tangent there. Do you have any questions? 
<laughs> no, I get I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, man, there's just so much. I thought I had that last month. I, I hired two people off of Indeed, and that le that post ended up costing me a couple hundred dollars because I forgot it was still running. Um, but I hired them both, and uh, I, I actually watched one of your videos recently where you're talking to somebody about hiring, and you re you related it to uh, finding a wife. So you were like, hey, did you just put a post on Facebook? Well, I did a phone interview with both these people, okay. and they were neither one of them were 100% honest with me. Okay, and um, how did you find out that they weren't honest? After they started working. Like, okay, I asked so them about after, their experience so, and... Okay. So you asked about their experience. Go ahead. Yep. And, you know, do you have, do you have tools, you know, and they were both like, oh yeah, I've been doing this right on Indeed. I put five years minimum of experience. And so they both claimed they had over five years. Um, the girl that came on, I mean, I don't want to get, but appearance wise, I wouldn't let her in my own house. So let me ask it, you this. My, my big question here is this, how did we get to this point? Like, like when you, when you go and you hired these people at first, yeah, I hired him off of, like I said, Indeed. In right. So when September, you did the October. phone interview, when you did the phone interview, what was your next step? Oh, when can you start? Big mistake. Okay. Huge mistake. That's what happened. And that's where I'm very, look, this is the motto. Hire slow, fire fast. Hire slow, fire fast. That is the motto. If you hire really slow, you shouldn't have to fire fast. Here's, here's what happens is that don't think of it hiring as recruiting. Think of hiring as a filtering out process. I want to paint a picture for you. If you look at hiring, think of, think of a huge funnel, like you put oil in your car, okay? And what we want to do is we want to get as many people into the top of our funnel as possible. And we have a process in place that weans it all the way down to one person coming out of the funnel. Now, what happens in that funnel? So you did, you did a good thing. I think you put out a good ad. I think five years minimum experience, you're going to just, you're, you're not going to get anybody good. They're all going to lie because not a lot of people on Indeed with five years painting experience, you know, they're usually working for themselves at that point. And, and, you know, right. they're the, the one man show. So don't, I wouldn't put that. I put one year, just put one year. I mean, what, what do you need five years for? What's the, what's the four years going to teach you if you can't learn it in one year? I was, I didn't know what to put. Well, I told you I would the put one, the, the 20 year experience painter is worth yeah, the problem. I would, yeah. I would just put, put one, one, just, yeah, just put one year. And then, and then if you're looking for someone experience, put one year. Okay. So ultimately where I'm getting at is, is what we have them actually do is fill out a form. Okay. And that form asks the painting questions, right? So we have this app, we have this post on indeed that we do. Uh, it's a great post. And I would like to, in a minute, ask you what your post said. Um, and then our, our, we send them to a form to fill out. And then from there, um, we do the phone interview. Now, in the phone interview, it sounds like you were just really asking about the experience. You were looking for a painter. And that is a mistake that a lot of people make is that you're looking to see what experience they have, what tools do you have. Like, I don't care about any of that. I really don't. Unless like I'm looking for that experience position. If I'm looking for somebody, my main question is, hey, have you sprayed before? That's the only question I'm asking. Do you know how to spray? Do you know how to cut a straight line? I don't need to know if you know how to, to do all this crazy stuff. I'll learn. We'll learn all that. We don't do things outside of that scope. That's why I'm saying we narrow down our job types to allow us to have the ability to bring on people that don't have expert level skill. We don't need it. And I built my business that way. Now, I'm not saying you can't do that if you do cabinet refinishing 
or all that. It's just going to be a little bit harder for you to find people. I think that you should build a house painting company first and then do cabinets. That's the better way to do it because you're going to maybe be able to bring somebody over from your house painting crew and teach them the cabinets. You know what I'm saying? Like you mm -hmm. can build someone into that as opposed to trying to recruit somebody off the street to, to deliver a, you know, a fine finish. Yeah. Um, you know, so the next process, like you did, I think you did good. You did the phone interview. Hey, how's it going? You know, tell me about your experience, what tools you have, all that cool. When can you start? I, I did a, a post the other day. It says, if you give somebody something to achieve in terms of your hiring process, they'll value it as something they keep. You didn't give that person anything to achieve. Essentially, you just said, hey, you have a pulse you can paint. You're hired. This is our standard at this company. We don't care about your personality or we don't care about your standards. You just need to paint here. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, is the message that you <laughs> sent to the marketplace. And maybe you didn't, I know you didn't think of it like that. And this is why no, I'm, I'm just but... trying to help you, brother. And I want, I want you to get this because hiring is the foundation of your freedom. Hiring gives you the ability to yeah. move forward, dude, and give you the ability to spend time with your family, do those estimates yep. with enthusiasm instead of sweating. You know, you probably, damn, I forgot my deodorant, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I want you to give that because your customers are going to feel it when you're there and you're not rushed and you didn't work 10 hours and you're not in there, right. you know, they're there. You could see the husband's frustrated because he's got to, you know, eat dinner and you're, and you're trying to talk to the wife and, and there's so much disengagement yeah. happening. And we don't want that. Like we want, we want estimates to be cool, man. We want right. this process to be easy. So you give us your money and you pay us to yeah. work, right? So, right, right. so the process now needs to be, okay, so once we have them fill out a form, once we do the in-person interview, a structured in-person interview, let me tell you a question that I asked this guy yesterday. I did an in-person interview. I want to show you how deep I am with people. I said, look, man, one thing that I'll tell you is that as a business owner, I don't just sell jobs to pad my pockets. I sell jobs with the idea that I'm helping my employees advance themselves by providing work. Okay. I don't just want people that you know, see this as a job to make money. I want to know what are you coming to work for? What motivates you? So I know who I'm selling for and why I'm selling it. Because I use that external motivation a lot in business to, to sell those jobs, to make uncomfortable calls, to follow up. Because I know that I'm helping my, my guys advance in whatever way that they're trying to advance in their lives. And he said to me, and this was the best answer I've ever gotten. He said, man, I'm looking at my two beautiful girls here. I have the love of my life that we just moved here. And I want to make sure that they always have a roof over their head. That's somebody that I want on my team. That's somebody that I can yeah. fight for. And that's somebody that I know is going to give me hundred percent just from that question. Just from one right. question. Very simple. You just see, you get a little peek inside the back door of, of their, you know, of their motivation and, and, you know, motivation and morale go hand in hand in a business. If you got guys that are just coming to work, you know, that don't have that external motivation or, you know, they just come to work so they can go, you know, hurry up to Friday at five o'clock and go sit at the Chili's bar and talk to the married bartender, you know, every <laughs> week. That's not who I want. That's not who I'm selling right. jobs for. Where's my money yeah. going that I'm giving these people? Where's it going? And I'm not going to invest people that, that don't, you know, you know, I'm, I'm selling these jobs. I'm finding work for them. I want people that value that, you know? So yeah. very deep, but yeah, no, build, I like it. This is how you build from within. This is how you build good people. Like, dude, I'm here right now. I don't ever worry about my guys. They're fine. They're great guys. They're all working for their families. They all have people at home that are holding them accountable. My customers are holding them accountable. I have a supervisor holding them accountable. Everybody's good. Tanner's fine. And I'm chilling. Talking to you, That's helping good. you.
All right. Yeah, so, no, and, that's great. That sounds like something I want a piece of. I know. And I want to get you there. So let's, <laughs> let's continue with the hiring process. So, so now we have the in-person interview. Okay. So you don't just go right from phone interview. Cause you haven't even met this. Right. You haven't even seen this person, right. dude. Right. Don't know who's well, it's up. hard. There's not a lot of places to meet with everything closed down. I don't want to bring them into my house to do the, I understand. the in-person I understand. interview. I, and, and I know that that's a little bit of a hurdle, but what I normally do is I'll sit outside of a Starbucks. I mean, the chairs okay. are still there, aren't they? You Where know? do you live though? I'm in Florida. I know it's a little bit different. Okay. <laughs> um, oh yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. I know it's, I know it's cold. I know it's cold. So we got to get creative somehow. Um, and yeah. I think that, you know, bundle up you know, for 30 minutes, you know, I mean, I don't know how, we're, yeah. how, we're, how, how you got to do it, but we got to meet these people before we hire. Them. Yeah. You know? I took that from the, the last clip that I said, I watched of yours, um, of, the, you know, just the, the whole what, finding a wife yeah. thing. You wouldn't call and say, Hey, do you want to get married? Do you want to be my wife? <laughs> well, what do you look like? Yeah. Do you have any experience being a wife? <laughs> yeah. Have you been, have you been a wife before? I mean, I just, I'm looking for somebody to fill in real quick, you know? And, right. And so want I, I, I absorbed that information. And you know, honestly, that was just honestly, I'll tell day. you what, I'll, I'll tell you what, if it's a hurdle for you to meet in person, I'm okay with a FaceTime. I'm okay with that. Oh yeah. Didn't, I'm okay with a, a FaceTime, one. but I'll tell you what, don't do it right there. Make it, make it so, all right. So, Hey, this is the way that we're doing it because it, you know, make it structured. Don't just say, Hey, jump on FaceTime real quick. You know, like right, we're going right. to do that. We're going to do the phone call. Okay. And then, all right. So tomorrow we're actually uh, doing the way we're doing in-person interviews right now is we're actually doing a, a 30 minute FaceTime. It's going to be structured. Please be in a quiet place. You know, I'm going to need 30 minutes of your undivided attention. I'm going to ask you some detailed questions about your experience. I'm going to ask you, uh, you know, we're just going to dive a little bit deeper. I, I like what I'm hearing so far. I don't want to get too involved. I really want to hear about it on our in-person interview. We have a couple of applicants that are going to be applying as well. So please Make sure that you're on time for the call. I'll be calling you at 4.30 on the dot. And I expect, you know, a 30-minute undivided interview with you. Okay? That's that awesome. structure. You know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah. structure there. Even though all that could be completely false. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know I, I know what you're saying, though. Yep. You it's know almost, what I'm saying? It's motivation. It's like, well, it's motivating. and, it, and it, To be and, on, at, at your best for the... Right? You know so, I mean? so think of it. And, and think about how it's going to sound... Like, let's say that that person's really excited, right? Then he goes to his wife and he says, honey, I have a 30 minute interview tomorrow. You know, you know, when people get an interview or a job, they're like, man, this company sounds great. Like they're, they have structure. He's, he's telling me about all the high end work they do. I have a 30 minute. So make sure that, you know, we clear the schedule for, for four o'clock. You know, I got to be there, you know, please put a reminder for three 30. I got to be early. This guy, I could tell this guy really has high standards, you know? Yeah, no, I like Different. it. Different. I didn't even totally think different. about the the Zoom interview. I'm making I'm writing notes down too. Good. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> absolutely. You could watch this because I put it on the pot or you can listen to it again. But um, cool. yeah. So you know, ultimately, you know, we want that structure. We want somebody to feel again like this is something worth attaining. This is something worth keeping. This is something worth bringing my best to. I can grow here. Okay. So let me ask you this: How are you paying the guys? Hourly? Is that what you mean? No. How do you give them money? Oh, um, just, uh, internet. Check. No, I just do it on my phone right to their bank account. Direct deposit. Cash app Venmo. Uh, yeah. Zelle. Zelle. Okay. So that's another thing that I would say doesn't make me excited to work for you. You're kind of just really? blending in with all the other contractors. Essentially there's no pay structure. Pay is the most important thing for people. What there do you mean? There's no, 
well, there's no pay structure in terms of payroll. I mean, there needs to be taxes taken out or if you're subcontract, oh, oh, oh. I'm talking about, you need to have a payroll company. You need, you, you know, you mm. need to be, you know, my guys, let me tell you what, and, and I, I want to raise the standards here because this is a structure that you need. Pay is very important. And you, uh, you would agree that although people probably like you, they're not going to work for you for free. So, right. <laughs> so what does pay equate to stability? If you're just Venmoing money or I call it Venmoing, but zell zelling money. If you're just zelling money, that doesn't really give me stability. I don't have a pay stub. I don't have anywhere to see how much I, how many hours uh -huh. I, I did. Are you texting me how many hours I worked, or how do you know how many hours I was here? You know, well, they, we they send me hours. I kind of loosely keep track because I'm there all day, every day anyways. Right. And then they send me their hours at the end of the week. And so I just, let's put some systems that, in place. What's awesome. I thought they, I thought somebody would enjoy it. They enjoy it. it. Of course they enjoy it. No taxes <laughs> are being taken out and it's quick, but do you want a company? Like I said, we're raising the standards. So right. you attract people who need this. Let me tell you something. If I were a good employee, which I am, if I were, okay, and I needed a job and I wanted to work for your company. Listen, dude, I got a car payment that needs to be paid. I have insurance. My wife and I want to get an apartment. I'm just being hypothetical. We want to get an apartment. She doesn't work. She takes care of the kids. And in order to get an apartment, I need to be able to prove my income. So I right. can't work for you, dude, because you don't give me a pay stub. I would rather pay the taxes, which I know that I'm going to owe at the end of the year anyway. And as a business owner, you need to be a steward of people's finances, although that's not our real job, but you got to do what's in their best interest. If you're just giving people money every week, they're not keeping track of it. They're probably never going to pay taxes on it. And in, if the, in the crazy event, the IRS- well, they get, I would 1099 them every year. You're 1099 in employees, essentially. And if- Subcontractors, so I guess they would be called. Contractors. Yeah, independent, independent contractors. Yeah, independent contractor has to have their own insurance. They have to have their, you have to, they have to have their own insurance. They have to have their own LLC or sole proprietorship, you know, okay. like there's, there's structure. If you hmm. want to do it that way, no problem. But from my understanding, when you put out that add on indeed, you were recruiting an employee. Trying to yes. Long-term right. right. forever. And employee. Have, <laughs> right. And that's what we're trying to build here. And you didn't have anything for an employee to nest in. You just say you don't have that financial structure. And I'm telling you the two most important things are stability and pay when you hire an employee, like you need to create stability. And I'm trying to give you not just an employee, I'm trying to give you high quality people that value pay stubs, you that right. value, that value. I want to know how many, how does this guy even know how many hours I'm working? So let me break this down. You want to use T-sheets, write down T-sheets. That's a clock okay. in, clock out app. I don't care if you're right next to the Oh guy. wait, I think one of them had that. Yeah. So, so t-shirts, they, they would just send me the screenshot of their, I had their pay and their hours and clock in, uh, clock it out. It could have been, but you want to have it from the company perspective, because when you actually free yourself from the, from the brush, you're going to want to have your guys clock in when they get to work. You're going to want to see if they leave the job, gives you a lot of detail analytics and it's pretty affordable because you're not, you don't have that many employees. So just, right. you want to have t-sheets because okay. that, and, and, and just the letter T. Yeah. The letter T. Sheets. Okay. Yep. Okay. So that will allow you to have your guys clock in and clock out GPS location, and they'll be able to get an invite and all that stuff. So T-sheets, great. You're going to want that. Like I said, even right now, when you're working side by side and you quote unquote, know their hours, remember 
we're building stability. We're building structure. So when somebody comes into our world, it's structured. If you don't have a structured process for onboarding, they're not going to feel structured in the way that they do their work. It's going to be like, I'll do it later. You know, he doesn't care. You know, we don't want that. We, we can't have it. It'll, you're just going to continue yeah. to be back in the same spot. So when it comes to, and we were just talking about pay, when it comes to pay, now never Zell again. That's just so okay. out there. If you're, you're recruiting an employee, you're not looking for independent contractors. You're looking for employees. So let me tell you my process. I have Gusto. Really great, pro, really great um, payroll company, okay? It's self-serve, which means at the end of the week, I go in and I punch in how many hours each person works and they get direct deposit, okay? It takes out all the taxes that need to be taken out. It takes out for workers' comp, which you definitely need. Mm-hmm. And yep. done deal. That's it. Yeah. Very simple. After the initial onboarding, yeah, it's a little tedious to you know get all that going. But let me tell you what I do when I bring someone on. So now that we've gotten past the hiring, I'm ready to bring someone on. So I say, hey, man, this is the way we do it. So we have a payroll company. And I'm always excited to, to tell someone that because I know that the industry standard is, is, is not a payroll company. A lot of the guys do exactly what you're doing, which is writing a check. And now instead of writing the check, you're just digitally writing the check and just saving, saving trees, it. man. Saving, saving trees. trees. I can appreciate that. <laughs> and what I'll say is that here's what we do. We have Gusto payroll and I'm going to yeah. send you a link. And you're oh, going to, cool. yeah. Oh yeah. You don't onboard anybody. You send them and they, they do it themselves. They put in their bank account information. They put their name, address, phone number, emergency contact. Like this is HR bro. And it's cheap. Yeah. Like, I think it's like a hundred bucks a month, dude. Okay. So cheap. And, and I run four payrolls a week. So, so it's unlimited um, employees, unlimited employees, it's $6 an employee. So uh, the more employees you okay. add, the okay. more it okay. is, okay. but okay. It's, it's, it's a great deal. So you do all that. Okay. Yeah. You, you do all that, right? So now we have, we have that structure in place. So now the person on the, on the reciprocating end of that is saying, man, this is great. I can access my pay stubs. I can, I'm going to get my year-end W-2 from this. I'm going to get all this. And I can actually go in this online portal and see all this stuff, okay? Which cool. they're going to appreciate. And for you as a business owner, you're going to be proud of because that's structure in that area, yeah. okay? So That's legit. It sounds real legit. I like it. Phenomenal. So, and then I say, okay, cool. Next, you're going to get an invite from T-Sheets. This is your clock in, clock out app. It'll allow us to keep track of your hours and it will track the GPS when you're on the job just to hold everybody accountable. That's just how it is. Everybody's like, yeah, I I can understand that. I'm not going to go home and take a nap on your time. Cool. Um, So at any, like, it's cool because any, any given time, if I just want to see what's going on in my jobs, I could just open up T-Sheets and, you know, see what's up. So technology, man, makes things easy. So the, the, the last one is our group chat. So we have a group chat. And maybe when you get a couple more people, the group chat, the group chat is where we send where everyone's going for the, for the next day, or if there's a new job or if there's a, a big win or a celebration, I'll jump in there. Holidays, I jump in there, you know, just say, Hey guys, thanks so much. I share reviews in there. So everybody sees the reviews that we're getting. Um, I just try to keep that morale up, man. And uh, you can use group me for that. I've always used group me. Um, group me is a really good, really good app as well. So you want a group chat. You want a clock in, clock out app, and you want a payroll um, system for onboarding. So that's your three things, man, that you should really do. And they're very simple, just a matter of you taking the time to implement them. And now you have a completely revolutionized business. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a different direction than uh, I had in mind, but I like it. And I see exactly what you're saying and where you're coming from. I need. I, I wasn't looking at it from the perspective of the employees at all. I was just, just trying to supplement myself 
yeah. from having well, I know to work at so this much. point with how tired you probably are it's hard to even think of an employee like you're just trying to like save yourself from this work and getting someone yeah. in as quickly as possible is your way of doing that and although it might be convenient now it's going to not be convenient which is what you're running into oh yeah i had to fire some the girl last week because uh she, she she's she's late every day and she missed a day or two every week for yep. uh just a thousand mm -hmm. different excuses so, yeah so here's here's what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna I, this is we're getting close to our time but here's what i'm gonna do when we get off this call i'm gonna give you my hiring form i've been doing this i want to i want to give it to you so you can actually have some structure when somebody applies you can give them this form to fill out and I'm going to go through it with you. I'm going to spend 10 minutes with you. I'm going to go through okay. it with you to know what to look for, how to find, and you will get quality employees from this. Fantastic. All right, my friend. You're the best, man. Thank you. <laughs> hey, did you get something out of this one? Oh, yeah. I got a lot of notes. Oh, I love it. I love I'm, it. I'm right, happy. I'm, I appreciate you taking the time very no much. No problem, man. No problem. All right. So, uh... hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at contractor coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.